Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. What's up, everyone? It's Noah Daniels. Hey, y'all, and I'm JJ. And welcome to the Real Hauntings podcast. On this episode, we have Lindsay Paranormal. I saw her, or we all saw her on Instagram for a while and been following all the great content she puts out. Uh, she's a paranormal explorer. You can check her out on Instagram at Lindsay Paranormal or on YouTube at Lindsay Paranormal as well. And also on the streaming service, Paraflip. Lindsay, how are you doing? Thanks for coming on the podcast. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so can, thanks for can, being here. Can you tell us a little bit about Paraflix? I wasn't as familiar um, with that service since, until we started following your account. Yeah, for sure. I'm actually brand new to it. So they've been in touch with me since like, I mean, I feel like they've been out for a couple years now. And they've asked me a few times to put some episodes on there. But in the past, I just wasn't super like confident with the content I had up until recently. And luckily, I was able to get my own editor. So my episodes are a little better quality than they were so I was like okay let me let me try out this platform so I still do you YouTube um I do kind of like a mini podcast just telling my experience about my episode that I filmed and I'm going to start putting up smaller clips on there but my full episodes go on Paraflix and it's actually really awesome I'm glad I got Paraflix just for my own enjoyment so it's essentially Netflix for paranormal shows so everything you can possibly think of paranormal is on there and you run into some really neat people so is it like are, are all the shows kind of like you know like yours is kind of like documentary style you're taking people along with you to these locations are there other shows that are kind of like horror movies or yeah it seems like I was scrolling through it a bit I've been so busy so I haven't had the chance to watch a lot but there is people I'm familiar with that do a similar style to me like teams or solo but it seems like from what I saw in there there, there is like movies and stuff like horror okay. like paranormal theme movies and yeah things like that so yeah they got a variety yeah I feel cool. like the paranormal is like the next big frontier in entertainment like you know obviously oh, yeah. it pops every year during spooky season I think we all see mm -hmm. see an uptick during that time of the year but you know we've noticed and I'm sure you've noticed as well I mean there's really a general interest year round and people yeah. seem to be more willing to kind of admit that they're interested in it and it's not as niche not as, as it used to be yeah exactly yeah. It definitely is getting bigger in general year round. Like I would say in the past couple of years, it's really blown up a lot. Even like Paraflix is getting really big now. Um, so people are definitely taking more of an interest in this paranormal thing. I mean, I feel like it originally started with like, I feel like Ghost Adventures really blew it up a lot. Mm. I know the show Ghost Hunters is popular, but I feel like Zach Baggins and his show just really took it a different turn with it. It's more like dramatic style um, to keep you like hooked in the episode. And right. I think that really blew it up. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get into your history with the paranormal. What kind of brought you into that world? Have you always been interested in the paranormal? Yeah, since honestly, since I was really young, um, more recently is when I got more into like filming and, you know, recording my experiences. But um, when I was, I would say about seven years old is when I realized I can like see spirits more than the normal person can. Um, so my great grandma had passed away, I'd say I was about seven years old. And I saw someone walk through the hallway of my house. And I was like, that wasn't my sister. So I went in the room, checked on her, she was sleeping. Um, I went to my mom and told her exactly what I saw, described the dress she was wearing. And my mom like just turned white. She was like, apparently that's the dress my great grandma was buried in, um, oh, wow. which I didn't know because I wasn't at the funeral. So there's no way I could have saw it. So they were like, okay, she's seeing some stuff here. So oh. I think after that, I kind of wanted to chase it. Like I just knew it was different. Um, so I had a lot of experiences like that when I was really little. And then it turned into like exploring abandoned locations, like when I was very young and like going to graveyards and doing all that fun stuff, but I wasn't recording it or using equipment. I was just doing it for my own personal interest. Sure. And something we like to ask our guests just to kind of give us and our audience an idea of where our guest belief in ghosts is. So zero meaning you don't believe in ghosts at all and 10, you know, the supernatural and ghosts are absolutely real. Where do you kind of fall on that scale? Oh, mine, it sways back and forth all the time. And it's, it's crazy how a lot of people have the same thing that I've talked to. And even if you see something so crazy right in front of your eyes in the moment, you're like, oh, that was you know, definitely something happened. And then like a couple of weeks down the road, my mind will start going back like, well, it could have been this. And like, I'm always like trying to disprove it in my own head for some reason. And I don't know why I do that. I think it's just a natural thing that your brain does. So um, I definitely sway back and forth. And then as of recently, um, my father passed away a couple months ago and it really, that swayed me a lot too, because you know, I go to these locations and I'm apparently making contact with these people that passed away. And then I'm like, why can't I like use my spirit box and talk to my dad? Like, why can't I get in touch with him? So mm -hmm. it kind of, I stopped it for a bit. Like I took a, a, a break for a while and now I'm definitely getting back into it. So. Yeah. Well, sorry for your loss. That, um, thank you. That's, that's gotta be hard. And I imagine, you know, that's something I really never thought about is people who are so invested in the paranormal investigating it or you know whether they see ghosts or what have you when they do lose people that must be a little bit tricky to mentally manage because you are you know in theory hearing from other people that have passed but of course you would want to talk to your loved one and if you can't just make that direct connection that, that must be tough yeah once that kind of calmed down for me and made me think like um now I'm kind of chasing the question of like why do some spirits stay and some seem to like not as much or if there's mm -hmm. like a time frame that they disappear for a while and then come back or if it's like a reincarnation thing so that's definitely like you know a new question i've been chasing since then well you brought something up and jj i'm curious to get your input on this since you're more of our resident skeptic you know and we've heard this from other guests i brought it up as well i've saw some things but it is hard to say 100% yes, this is a ghost. Yes, I saw this thing. Yes, I heard this thing. JJ, why do you think it is that people at times have a hard time locking into what they saw with their own two eyes or heard with their own ears? Oh, that's a good question. I'd love to hear Lindsay's input on that as well, especially since you've had those kind of experiences. But I think a lot of people don't want to 
don't want to think that there's other things out there like that can make people uncomfortable you know especially if like something happens in your home I know when we had that like scary whispery noise in our home my first thought was like so this like ghost lady apparently that lives here uh according to one of our guests is just like here all the time and can watch us but we don't know where she is it kind of felt like a weird privacy uh invasion <laughs> um but i don't know but and also like our our eyes and our senses although they do a lot for us they're not the most reliable sources of information sometimes we can be tricked by our senses a lot sometimes our brain connects things that that's not there that didn't happen just because it's it's easier to kind of process things in patterns so whether uh, a pattern was really present or not our brain will invent a pattern to uh, like seeing a face in a cloud or something like that yeah totally yeah totally. i think the things that get me the most are the communal experiences or when we've um, had people bring stuff on that's captured on camera or on, you know, a microphone with audio, things that we can't just say, like, you can't just automatically dismiss because you're looking at, you know, right in the screen. But I think part of the reason is we tend to want to not believe, or at least for me, it's because if, if I start accepting all the paranormal stuff I've seen as fact, it opens the door up to, well, if that's real, what isn't real? Like, what mm -hmm. can I say isn't real if this spirit just threw my kid's toy off the table, or, you know, if I mm -hmm. put my hand through a ghost, or if there's a ghost lady that bleeds through our podcast sometimes from Kat and JJ's house and puts whispery noises in, you get to a point where you're like, well, I don't know what to do anymore. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. can I wake up tomorrow and fly out my window? Like what's, what's gonna happen? You know? So I think that's where it gets a little tricky for people, but you've actually been in the field. Like that's something we haven't done. All we've done is just, yeah. you know, quote unquote, investigate, from an interview style. So mm -hmm. when you're out there, what are some of the things you've experienced that have raised that bar for you where you're like, okay, yeah, I'm starting to believe that ghosts are for real. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you guys saw, but recently I went to a house in Kansas called the 1858 Garnett house hotel. And mm -hmm. I feel like it was just the perfect timing for me to go there just because I was struggling with this like identity of being a paranormal investigator. And it was the craziest night of my life. Like if anyone's a skeptic, I swear, if you go sleep there, like you'll hundred percent change your mind. It was just like next level for me. And I slept there. Um, I didn't give myself an option. I didn't like book a hotel. There's nothing around there. So it's like, okay, I'm sleeping here. And, um, some of the things that I caught like on footage too, I feel like a lot of times when something moves or something happens, it's in the other room. You're like, Oh, did you hear that? And then you need to go chase it. This was totally different. Like I was watching things get thrown off shelves in front of my eyes watching a ball fly out of a closet with no wind around or anything like that. Just the amount of things that happened in that house just really blew my mind and Ugh. made me think differently than how I was. It, it was insane. And I slept in the room that's like the most haunted that nobody's ever slept in before, according to the owner, because they're too scared. And there's a hole to the attic there. And as soon as I was about to go to sleep, um, a ball launched itself, like got thrown hard out of the hole of the attic into the room where I was going to sleep. And then I had to sleep in there by myself. So that was fun. Yeah, it gave me chills. <laughs> super scary. I mean, Ooh. and what yeah. is it? Do you think that like when you wake up in the morning and you decide you're going to go do this stuff, I, I know you had the experience where you saw your grandmother that had passed, but 
you know, now as an adult, like, why do you keep finding yourself drawn to being in these places where most of us would be like, hell no, I'll, I'll watch it on YouTube. I'm not going in that place. I think one, because it, it doesn't really scare me, like maybe for a second, like it startles me, but I don't think I get scared in the way other people do just because I do feel like I have more of that connection. Cause I oftentimes like see people and I don't see it in like a ghostly form, like how it would be portrayed in movies. Like when I see a spirit, like it's as if someone's really there and it's very confusing to my brain and it happens like in waves. Like I feel like if I'm not really in tuned and focused and distracted with other life things, it goes away more so. But if I'm like, you know, meditating and just really thinking about paranormal stuff, it happens more. And, you know, I woke up many times in the middle of the night and screamed on top of my lungs thinking someone broke in my house and were really in my room. So the way I see it, it's, it's very different and that's kind of scary but I think that because they know I can see them like they come to me almost like I'm some kind of messenger so I don't know if I really have a reason why why I do this or who knows maybe I was like put on this earth to do this kind of stuff like I don't yeah I don't really have like a solid answer it's like you're a beacon to them almost yeah yeah Oh man, I just Googled this, the 1858 Garnett house, because I'm from Kansas originally. I've I've never heard of this place, but it's also like, Kansas is a very long state. So it's like, you know, three hours from where I live. It has so much history. It's, It's incredible. It looks so creepy too. I mean, just like truly looks like one of those towns out in the middle of nowhere it is so underrated that place i'm telling you because i've been to places that are known to be the most haunted hotel in the world or this or that and i've never come close to the experience i had at this house it's very (laughs) underrated the reviews on google are very just amusing because they're all like oh this place is so lovely the owners are so sweet I got all these evp readings there's a loud thing at night like it's just so funny So Lindsay, you say that you are able to see spirits in kind of almost like a human-like form. Do you also, you know, we've had guests on that are mediums. Do you sense things? Do you, are you seeing these spirits in your mind's eye or are you seeing them like visually projected in the room with you? Okay. Yeah. I've had it happen where like, you know, you still call have like a vision, like Mm -hmm. almost like a dream state for a second. I've had that happen, but no, this is completely different than, than that. So it hasn't happened in a while until I was just at the Mitzvah Hotel and um, it happened in the middle of the night. So the story about the Mitzvah Hotel is that there's a haunting of the lady in red and me and the psychic I went there with were, you know, trying to find this lady in red all night, not finding her, you know, having other activity, but nothing directly rated to like a lady in red. But I woke up, um, I guess it was towards the morning or the middle of the night and I saw a lady standing in the room like at the window and I was like, you know, startled for a second. She was in red, unfortunately. So I don't know if it was a lady in red, but it was just a lady just like, like looking out the window and the curtains in my room and it, it doesn't go away super fast. Like sometimes I really have to like sit there, like rub my eyes, like, what is that? And then it goes away. Are you able to communicate with these spirits or is it just a visual no. experience? So yeah, I don't, they don't like, I never like hear them say anything, which is strange. So I guess I don't have that gift. Unfortunately, I feel like I'd rather talk to them be like, what's going on? Like, why are you here? Yeah. But I can definitely see them. Does it usually happen when you're coming out of sleep or is it like? More, yeah, more commonly, but it I do, like, I've been on plenty of investigations where I'll look over and I just see someone, like, sitting in a chair there that isn't there. Um, But 
it's definitely more terrifying when I'm coming out of sleep and see it. Because yeah. for a while, I thought I was having like, you know, some kind of sleep. Like I was going to go to like a doctor. Like it was happening so much every night that I was so scared to go to sleep because I knew I'd wake up and see something. Mm. So it's like, it's not sleep paralysis because I've had that before where you can't move. It, it's just, it's different. The fact that it happens for so long, like it'll be a good 30 seconds sometimes. Like I'm sitting there screaming, like thinking someone's about to kill me in my house. And it's oh just gosh. a ghost, I guess. Now, have you ever done mediumship work with people or training to try to hone in on your abilities? So I work very closely with um, a psychic, psychic medium, Sam um, is her name. And she always tells me because like she'll catch things that like I don't even realize I'm picking up on. And she, you know, always tells me like you have a gift, you got to like train this more. And she does psychic like enhancement classes. I've been telling her I'll do it eventually, but I, I would be interested in trying it just to see what happens. I mean, I'm very open-minded to that stuff. So, I mean, if it could help, um, if I could talk to them and they're in my room, then I can be like, hey, like, why yeah. are you here? That would be nice. This episode of the Real Hauntings Real Ghost Stories podcast is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hey everyone, it's Noah Daniels and I'm here to talk to you again about Wild Grain. Our last shipment of Wild Grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner. And I'm not going to lie, I'm right there with him. And honestly, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh bread baked coming from the oven. What if I told you that you too could get that delicious experience of homemade bread with none of the time and work involved? Well, you can by ordering from Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. And you can now fully customize your Wild Grain box, so you can choose any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com hauntings to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com hauntings. That's wildgrain.com hauntings, or you can use promo code hauntings at checkout. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Do you watch horror movies and things like that too? Or do you tend yeah, to say, I love, okay. yeah, I love the horror genre for sure. So are there any movies or TV shows you've seen that you're like, oh my God, that's exactly like my experience. There was a scene from, have you seen The Haunting of Hill House? It's not a movie, but it's a series. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. That was amazing. Just the whole storyline so of that. Yeah, so good. 
Yeah. So when I was at the Glen Tavern Inn, which was an investigation I did a couple years ago by myself, um, when I was in the lobby downstairs in the, in the middle of the night, I, I referenced that as like I the closest thing I can explain that this feels like the haunting of Hill House. Like I was seeing things like people all around me. And it was super interesting because I would go to where I saw the person and my equipment would be going off with no explanation. So it kind of, you know, proves what I'm seeing in a way. But yeah, that that series was pretty spot on to what I was feeling downstairs at the Glen Tavern Inn. And JJ, um, you know this, that's, it's so funny because that series is the one we hear the most from our guests that they yeah, relate their experiences to. So it, that really makes me wonder if either like a showrunner or something spent time with people who, you know, do claim to see ghosts on a regular basis or spirits, or if somebody in that writer's room or something has abilities as well or had experiences because there's also a series that's incredible that I don't think many people know about because I posted it on my Instagram and no one claimed to have seen it yet but it's called Blackwell Ghost and Mm -hmm. I believe there's about five or six of them I'm only on the third one now it's almost like paranormal activity like that kind of movie but it it's not clear whether it's real or not and I watched the first one I was like there's you know too much happened like this can't be real but then I watched the second one after staying at that Kansas house and I'm like, man, like this could be real. Like, I don't know. It's, it's so close, like borderline. Where where do you watch that? Uh, It's on Amazon. So the first one I think is free. And then the ones after that, it's like, you can rent them or buy them. Sure. But yeah, that's very spot on that one. Well, have you had any instances where you felt like you were dealing with, you know, a demonic entity or something that wanted to do you or other people harm? Um, I can't say I necessarily believe in like demonic energy. Like I believe in like negative energy, but I don't know if I necessarily believe in demons, you know, or how you would know. I mean, if I saw like a big demon in my room, then I'm like, okay, maybe that could be a demon. Like wings and... (laughs) Yeah, like I've just never personally experienced it. And I have a hard time believing things until I experience them. Like people that get scratched, like maybe they do, but I've never personally had it happen. So I can't say I believe that's a thing until it happens to me. Well, I know you're in Vegas, or I believe you're in Las Vegas, right? I shouldn't say that with so much Mm -hmm. confidence, but I I feel like you're in Vegas. Um, Did you go to the the big expo they had recently there? There was like some kind of paranormal expo going on? Yeah, I did. um, Very last minute. So my friend works for MGM Grand and she's like, if you want, I can just like bring you in really quick if you want to go like check it out. And so like I wasn't prepared to get a ticket or anything. It was super last minute, but I was like, yeah, why not? And I met a lot of cool people there, like people that I just know from online. So it's really interesting when you know someone for that long, just through like Instagram and right. then you see them in real life in person. So, and that's kind of how the Paraflix thing started. Cause I got to talk to the girl who runs that in person and then kind of went from there. Awesome. Yeah. It seems like things are really moving in the right direction for you and in, in those mediums. Um, you definitely have all the, like the abilities to, you know, uh, I feel like harness um, that audience. So you, your Instagram, you do, um, you know, you go out into the field. What's your favorite thing in the paranormal universe? Like, what do you enjoy the most about it? Honestly, like, I like being alone on investigations. I don't know why, like, I I enjoy working with other people and going with teams, but like staying overnight at a haunted place by yourself is just like a whole different feeling. It's almost like a rush for me. Um, Because like I said, it's hard for me to get scared. So I come closer to that scared point when I'm by myself and I feel like when that happens you tend to capture more evidence I guess you can say or weird things happening that's not the answer that I would 
have ever expected to hear from anyone. Like, oh, my favorite <laughs> thing is being alone in a haunted. <laughs> so, that's very cool, though. That's awesome. Yeah, um, that's brave for sure. I, I definitely want to like go to a haunted hotel uh sometime you gotta go to that 1858 house and yeah i mean shoot next time i i if i'm going home i'll usually fly because it's it's a little far away from atlanta but next time i'm driving to kansas that that'll be a little detour stop for sure Mm -hmm. jj if you can get cat to stay in a haunted hotel like that that'll probably stay at like a day's in or something and just drop me (laughs) off (laughs) she's not gonna stay (laughs) yeah it's it's not even set up to really like sleep there like there's no beds there's like couches in certain rooms so like I don't know if that's why some people don't sleep there or also because they're scared but yeah I just slept on this couch this like old couch in this old (laughs) creepy room and I was so scared because everyone else was sleeping downstairs the owner and his son were there um along with me so they slept it's like far like downstairs across the house so they wouldn't be able to hear me if I were to scream so I had them put I, like a baby monitor in my room in case I screamed in the middle of the night, then they oh can come gosh. save me. Wow. Well, do you have any advice for people that are just getting into paranormal exploring? Um, I would say that people feel like they have to buy all this like expensive equipment. Like you obviously see that I have, you know, a lot of things when I go out and film and they're not cheap. Um, some of them like run upwards of 500 to a thousand dollars for a piece of equipment. Um, honestly, just like going and experiencing it for yourself without even like feeling the need to film it and like give it to other people. Cause that's how I started. And I feel like it really like changed my mindset on it. Like, I feel like you got to like feel it for yourself and like get into that mindset before you like go buy all the stuff and try to film the whole channel. But yeah, just, and if they want to buy something, like just get a little recorder, catch some EVPs, flashlight and use your phone camera if anything, just start simple. And have you had any um, other experiences that you would like to share with our audience that really had a big impact on you? Honestly, the one that just sticks out in my head is that Kansas one, because that was so recent. I mean, I've been so many places. One of my favorite places besides that, I would say, would be Goldfield, um, the schoolhouse. A lot of people have been there. It's a very like popular location. It's here in Nevada. It's in the middle of the desert. And there, I see. I, it felt like whatever was there was like intelligent, because I would like ask it to do something and it would happen and then ask it to stop and it would stop. So I had like a music box there. I use it all the time. A lot of places it just doesn't even go off. It seems like if there's like a child kind of energy, it seems to like it more. Um, But I put it in this closet that seems to be super haunted from what the owner said. And I put it in there for a while, wasn't going off. And then it made a noise. So I was like, Hey, can you, can you play the music box for me? And it started going off. And as soon as, as soon as I said, can you stop? on cue stops so I went back and forth with this a couple times and it just I have a clip of it on my Instagram if anyone wants to see it it's a a little far back but yeah it was that's like the most intelligent kind of response that I've had before and I definitely do want to go back to that location because since I've been there I have reoccurring dreams all the time about it it's really strange well that's funny that you say that because my next question was do you ever fear that this energy will follow you home oh things do for sure yeah. Like my last house, I just, um, I had a house built in Vegas and lived in it for a while and moved out. And, um, apparently there's like ghost things happening in there since I moved out. But even when I was there, cause I, I cleanse it out a lot. I feel like it really does work. If you like Sage, Palo Santo, I've realized things like quiet down after that, but then they come back. But that's also because I'm going to these places and bringing things back for me. 
like right now, I don't know what's going on in my house, but things have been going on recently. I don't know if it's from the Kansas house because it seemed like it was going on before that. But the other day, my dogs were both downstairs and they both started crying like they were like getting injured. Like they don't do that. Like I've never heard that noise come out of both of the dogs at the same time. So I run downstairs and they're just acting like real skittish. And then the other dog goes to the couch and just stares at the couch like there's someone sitting on it. And he keeps doing that. Like, it seems like there's someone sitting on my couch and I can't figure out what's going on. I keep taking videos of it. I'll put up my story a lot. So I'm like, what? Like, does anyone see this? It's weird. And like, he'll like, you know, like kind of like follow it too. Like if, if something's moving. So I don't know what mm. that's all about, Ooh. but. That makes me feel some kind of way. Time to cleanse know. the house again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's fascinating. I mean, uh, even in this room I'm in, I have a lot of like haunted objects like I have um a vial of dirt from the basement of Lizzie Borden's house which is a famous you yeah, know, location. Murder. yeah 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 I have the like a dirt of like ground up brick from the basement um and then I have like a haunted doll I got in line which is a whole other story um that goes into that so I have a lot of different things in this room here how and do you knows? feel about the because I feel like haunted dolls are really in vogue. I, I, you know, um, Kelsey Davies has been on our podcast a couple of times, especially in the early days. But uh, she really blew up on TikTok with her haunted doll. Do you put a lot of stock in haunted dolls? Or I mean, I no, that's the only one I have. And I got it because I wanted to see if it was like a real thing. Because you always mm -hmm. hear about people with haunted dolls. And I'm like, let me just try it. Like, I'll get my own, see what happens. I order it online. It came with this whole backstory from the owner um, saying the doll's name is Shelly. She's like 30 something years old. Apparently psychics or whoever communicated with the doll said she died in an accident. Um, if you have the doll, like electronic malfunctions happen in your house, this and that. So it's like, okay, I ordered the doll. It was going to take like two weeks to get here. And I was in California and it was only like a weekend. Like it was super early for the doll to come. And when I was in California, I had this vivid dream about the doll. And I hadn't even been thinking about it because I knew it wasn't going to be here for a while. So I had this dream about the doll and it was about the lady connected to the doll. It was like this brunette lady. And she was like following me and coming after me. And I woke up like in a panic and I was thinking like, oh my God, like watch the doll be here today. And I was driving home from California that day. I come home and the doll's at my house. And I'm like, of course, of course it is. So um, the night I bring the doll into the house, I put it in this room and there's a fire alarm right outside the store. And in the middle of the night, the fire alarm starts going off. And so I was like, oh, that's weird. Like I made sure it wasn't the batteries, changed the batteries. In the morning, same thing was going off. The, it was like malfunctioning. Like it was, it was very strange. Um, and I have put like equipment around her and everything and it does go off like things definitely happen around her. So the electronic malfunctions happen, but you you still said you don't put a lot of stock in the dolls. Was there like something with the one that you got that you were like, oh, this is like just a doll or did that? I mean, I do believe like something like just with everything that happened with it. Like, I feel like there is some kind of energy on that, but I'm just like, it's just hard to find ones that are legit. Like people sell dolls yeah. online all the time. So that's yeah, why like, I don't usually. Yeah. So I don't like plan on buying more. Like if one gotcha. comes across my, my path from someone that's had an experience and wants me to take it and see what's going on with it. But I think one, yeah, one's enough in my room. So yeah, <laughs> one haunted dolls enough. Well, do you take any? I mean, I know you said you sage and and other things, but 
Are there any other type of sources of protection you use bringing all these potentially haunted objects into your home? Um, I mean, I, I have like a huge sound bowl, which I really like. I don't know if that really works, but it sounds nice. Um, what, is, <laughs> so, what is that? It's like a sound bowl. So it's made of like oh, crystal and you, and you like, you know, make the, right. the sound with it. Um, so like that, um, Sage Palo Santo, that's pretty much it. Like, I just think positive intentions, like energy is energy. I think if you get bad energy, it's because it's literally like sticking to something. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It just amazes me like how willing you and other people, you know, other paranormal explorers like you are just willing to put yourself right into those situations. I mean, those are the things that most of us have such a tribal fear of you know it's just like something in your body's like nope don't go in there uh, i don't jj is not like that because he's such a skeptic well I, I was thinking about when you brought up the dolls i was thinking about how my uncle had like this room in their house i was just dedicated to his like antique howdy doody collection and it was like the scariest thing um so yeah i did not like going in there i don't think any of them were haunted i think I think old dolls are just scary looking. So yeah, they definitely can be. <laughs> yeah. But you got to understand like JJ's the type him and his brother were in like this Druid cave and they were like, Oh yeah, there's a ghost that lives in the water. And if you, if you touch the water, it'll haunt you for the rest of your life. And so him and his brother start splashing each other with the water and they're just like, da da da. And then going about That's kind of like me. Like, even though I believe in it, I'll still like, push limits like that it's yeah. like, I can help it it's like I when know. you tell a kid not to do something and they do it like that's definitely I, well your your energy point. reminds me of jj it's just that you've actually had hauntings and jj never yeah. <laughs> although i mean look, I'm, we, I'm too thirsty for it the ghosts are, aren't coming to me because they know that i i want that haunting experience but. i mean you did hear that that voice in your room and we captured yeah, it on the I'm podcast not like I'm not counting that as a haunting experience unless like, like unless the ghost slaps you in the face. Yeah. If I get slapped in the face or if books start flying off the shelves, then Lindsay, he says that, that he says that, but when it happened, like if, if I, I guess we could put the video out. I never really thought about that, but it, I remember in real time because I couldn't hear the voice in real time. I heard it in editing. But him and Kat just like stop in the middle of the podcast. And you know, like how dogs, when like a car passes or something, they're like, you know, or a squirrel, like that's, oh, they, so had they the, heard it they in heard real it. time and stop yeah, and stare right it, at it. It was other. very spooky, but I'm not like, you know, I believe we both heard a noise. Do you think um, when you talk about paranormal stuff, it happens more? That like voice does for sure. That's what our audience tells us. Cause like we, I don't really listen for it anymore in episodes because it's, it's, it's come through so many times. Hopefully and it does I, I, in this episode. That'd be cool. Yeah, it may. And, and we'll have our audience will, you know, Instagram us or email us and be like, Hey, at this minute, Mark, da, 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 da. If you go back and listen People to it, do that for me, I love it. I'm like, yeah. you're like my little investigators. Yeah. Like when they capture something I didn't see, I'm like, yes. <laughs> well, Lindsay, we won't keep you um, any longer. I do want to make sure we let our audience know everywhere they can find you and all the awesome stuff you have going on because you really do have a lot of wonderful content. So if you could share that with our audience, that'd be great. Yeah. So everything you can find if you have Instagram. So I'm Lindsay Paranormal on Instagram. There's a link in my bio that goes to my YouTube. Um, there's a link to sign up to Paraflix if you don't have it already. And there's also a coupon code there. So it's only $3.99 a month. And then it, with my coupon code, it's 10% off. 
If you don't have Instagram, if you want to find my YouTube, it's actually youtube.com slash third eye paranormal. And yeah, that's pretty much it. With that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm JJ. I'm Lindsay Paranormal. (laughs) All right, Lindsay, thank you so much. Thank Uh, you, guys. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.